It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello, and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a fantastic and amazing show. I'll introduce my guest shortly. I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It's going to be a lot of fun. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I usually do this every single week. And before I forget, this episode is brought to you by Phone Sites. With Phone Sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. Try it free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Over the weekend, I had an interesting situation with a vendor in my business. I have a graphic designer who does the layout for my magazine, and I hired him to do the next edition for me. The challenging part was that he went missing for a whole week, and my attempt to reach out to him failed. So I canceled the project with him and started looking for someone else. Lo and behold, he suddenly reappeared. And at this point, a lot of people would have said, forget it. I'm not working with you anymore. This is a monthly publication. You were gone for a whole week. That's an eternity in a 30-day cycle. But I wanted to seek to understand first what happened, and I wanted to know why he went missing for an entire week. He said he forgot to go on vacation mode. So consequently, a lot of people hired him and then canceled on him because he didn't do projects that he didn't know he had. He was afraid I would do the same thing, so he asked for a second chance, and I said yes. There are a number of reasons for this, but the bottom line is it was easier to work with him because he knows how I like things done, and I didn't want to retrain anybody else. So it turned out to be a win for both of us, and he's done great work ever since. Sometimes just getting things done is more important than trying to prove a point. I hope this helps someone this week. And before I forget, if you've not picked up my latest book, it's called Success Profiles, Conversations with High Achievers, Volume 2. You can find it on Amazon. It's a, a set of some of the best interviews that have been on my show, including Kevin Harrington, Chris Powell, Brad Sugars, and so many more. Again, that's on Amazon. The Kindle version is only 99 cents. You can't even shake a stick at that. Go pick that up today. Leave a review. That would mean a lot. So with all this in mind, I want to introduce my guest, and her name is Vaishali Nikade. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Vaishali is the go-to expert for entrepreneurs and business owners who would like to see through the future because in today's times, most are confused, panicked, and insecure. As a business psychic, she shows them how the outcome of different decisions will unfold in the future. Bottom line, you'll get to peek into the future by being in the present time. Getting nowhere after consulting many psychics, she studied and learned the subtleties of intuition. She once prevented a client from losing an investment of $150,000 in a bad venture and helped another client get a $35,000 raise for bidding a contract. Vaishali is the host of the podcast, The Uncanny Link, where psychics meet metaphysics or science meets woo. She's been a guest on numerous podcasts, and she's a guest on Success Profiles Radio today. We have a lot to talk about. So here we are with Vaishali Nakati. Vaishali, how are you today? Welcome to the show. I am good. How are you? It's nice to be here. Yeah, it's nice to have you here. We met in a mastermind that both of us are part of. And how much fun is it that? I mean, let's just talk, first of all, the importance of being in, in a mastermind. How important is that to you and how has that helped your business? 
It's really important to be in a community where you can connect with people who are kind of around the same state, same level, or looking for the same things that you are. Yeah. So that you can sort of exchange ideas, bounce things off of each other, and move forward. And it's so nice because everyone tries to lift everyone else up. So I think it's a great community. It's a great community. We get to spend 90 minutes a week with each other, learning lots of great things and exchanging ideas and sharing our wins and our struggles. It's a really fantastic opportunity. If you have a chance to be in a mastermind, no matter what it's for, if it's in a community of people who are looking to accomplish some of the same goals that you are, that's even better. Join a mastermind, get coaching, better yourself, level up. Life is too short to play small. Agree? Absolutely true. Life is too short. That's right. So let me ask, let's dive into your journey a little bit. Did you envision early in your life that you would be where you are right now? Absolutely not. Tell us about I'm that. Glad, I'm glad I did not know. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So uh, I started my, uh, most of my education was done in engineering and uh, I have a degree in engineering. I used to design computer chips. And wow. I worked uh, as an engineer, as an engineer for uh, over 10 years, I believe. And after that, I tried to do my own startup, which didn't quite work out. And then I was looking for direction as to, you know, what my next venture was going to be. And I started calling up a lot of psychics. And after I called about 20, somewhere between 20, 30, 40 psychics, I realized that they had absolutely no clue what they were talking about. And I said, mm. you know, I'm just going to figure this out myself. So I decided to become a student and I decided to learn how to do these things and to figure it out myself. And I started doing small test cases. So I would test things on a daily basis and see how the results would be and then move forward from there. And then I have a small story about it unless you have some questions about this. I, I do have a couple of questions. Well, first of all, you talked about encountering a bunch of psychics who didn't know what they were doing. How do you distinguish between a good psychic and a bad one? That's a great question. A good psychic will provide you some information that can be verified. So let's say that you come to me for a psychic reading and I tell you that, hey, you know, this uh, this is going to happen within the next few days or within the week. So in a few days or a week, you have to be able to actually see that happen in front of you with your own eyes. And then you will believe that, yes, this is real. Whereas the um, I don't want to say bad psychic, but I want to say the ones who um, are not able to pinpoint the information properly. They'll say, oh, this looks good, that looks good. That doesn't help me. Tell me in concrete terms what's going to happen. What, yeah. what do I need to do? That kind of a thing. Yeah. So the other question I wanted to ask, because you said you were an engineer and then you became a psychic. You don't hear about that transformation every day. So how do you balance between logic and intuition? Because both of them are a very strong part of your background. Yeah, absolutely. So logic is like completely left brain and intuition is completely right brain. And over the, over the time or over the course of time, I have learned how to merge these two things. So with logic, we just think about, oh, A leads to B kind of a thing. But when mm -hmm. you're 
looking at intuition, you know, like there are several routes to go to B. Think about it this way. So let's say that all of us know that the straight line is the shortest distance between two points. Right. So let's say that the two points are A and B. And everyone wants to travel from A and get to B on the straight line. But what if there is like a huge mountain or a huge accident or a huge layover in that path? Are you still going to want to go there? You would have been better off if you had rerouted your journey and kind of gone around and you would have reached there faster. And that's yeah. what that's what intuition allows you to do. It allows you to see through what's coming, uh, where there are roadblocks and how you can get around these things. Wow, that's interesting. So you said you consulted with a bunch of psychics before leaving your job. What was the breaking point? How did you decide that you needed to become an entrepreneur? No, I had already left my job at that point, actually. How I decided that I wanted to become an entrepreneur, it was kind of an accident. Hmm. I started playing with these things and I started seeing these come to life. So when I first, you have to realize that coming from a science background, my brain was all wired to test things in small increments and see if it works and develop that further. So what I would do is I would do like an hour's reading. What I said to myself is, listen, if this works in an hour, then it can work in a day, in a week, in a month, and so on. But first, it has to work in an hour's period of time. Otherwise, you know, it doesn't make sense to test it over like a week. I'm just wasting my week. Yeah. So what, wow. I would, what I would do is um, when I would go to the gym in the morning, I would just look at a small reading of what's going to happen in the gym. And I said to myself that if I can prove that this really exists, that there is such a thing that you can see through the future, then I have to be able to predict it and see it play out. Hmm. So I started my experiment and then day one, I predicted and it happened. Day two, the same thing. Day three, the same thing. And then on day four, I kind of got irritated. I'm like, how can it be that somebody else is telling me what's going to happen? I said, I'm going to disprove it. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> so that day I decided I'm going to disprove the theory. So I used to have like a cardio day and a weight training day. And during the cardio day, I would either run or I would do the Stairmaster. And this particular day, I said that if the reading showed that I was going to do the Stairmaster, then I'm going to run. And if the reading shows that I'm going to run, then I'll do the Stairmaster. So uh, I would be right, and then the reading would be wrong. Mm. So when I looked at what the reading showed, I completely fell on the floor. Oh. Uh, it showed that no matter what I did, I would be right, and so would the reading be. Do you want yeah. to know what it was? Interesting. Wow. So we've got a couple minutes or so to our first break. How how do you figure out what you want your business to be centered on? How do you figure out what your, should, what your business should be centered on? Should be centered on, you said? Yeah, yeah. I think that depends on what uh, your, um, how do I say it, maybe your liking is or where it is that you want to go or mm -hmm. where it is that there is the path of least resistance. Yes. That's really the best way to go about it. And then as we move forward, we can always course correct. 
So it's yep. just like a plane. When we are trying to get to a certain destination, we can always course correct along the way, but we still need to fly in the right direction. Absolutely. We are coming up against our first break. My very special guest this week is by Shali Nakati. We are talking about intuition. She is the business psychic, and we will dive headlong into that topic when we come back. We're going to talk about a lot of things. We're going to talk about how that brand has changed her business, what people typically ask her most often in her work, how you prepare to make a big decision, and so much more. We will come right back. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. We will return shortly. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. NASA Scott Kelly recently broke the record for the longest consecutive time spent in space with over 300 days and counting. Astronaut Kelly says he doesn't really experience the mollygrubs or depression, but is fully aware of the dangers of being in space. In other words, he understands the gravity of the situation. Speaking of gravity, in space, your arms don't hang by your side like they do here on Earth. So, astronaut Kelly says he tucks them inside his sleeping bag at night so they don't float in front of him. Hey, isn't it always night in space? He also says that he doesn't get the same satisfaction of laying down to sleep like people on Earth. At least there's no chance of Matutalipia. That's getting up on the wrong side of the bed. It's marching down. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Vaishali Nakati. And we are talking about her brand as a business psychic. And if you've not downloaded and subscribed to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, please do that. Give a review. That would be very, very meaningful. So, Vaishali, I want to ask, because of the nature of your work, I'm sure there were some inherent challenges that you encountered in your journey that a lot of people probably don't have to go through. What were some of those? What would these be? Wow. So, I guess one of the major challenges I had when I first started out is, um, you know, prove it to me that you are psychic because right. I had like nothing to my name. I had right. I had like one page website and that was it. And what I would do is I would do like a five minute or a three minute or a one question free reading 
and I would kind of uh, show them that yes, indeed, you know, I'm not uh, just making things up, and it's right. actually true. So that continued for a little bit. I want to say like two, three weeks, and I said that you know I can't keep going like this because it was like a waste of my time. Yeah. So I have a couple of different websites, and one of the websites I do mainly personal readings, mm-hmm. and. On that particular website, what I did was I said, hey, listen, you want to get one free question, you just sign up here and this will answer the question. So that actually helped me just divert all those clients to the free question thing. And then to add to that, what I did was I said, hey, listen, you want more? I'll give you a forecast of your coming week. So I'm going to predict what's going to happen to you during the coming week and you'll get it in the email. And then you know, every Sunday, I still do it. Every Sunday, I do like a group reading of what's going to happen to you in the coming week. And with those two combined, it kind of helped me a little bit to kind of get over those objections. So that yeah. was the first. And yeah. then when I transitioned from, so I had read a lot of people and I had done a lot of predictions and I have huge um, amount of amazing testimonials. And as I moved forward, I wanted to change direction a little bit and I wanted to work more with entrepreneurs and businesses. So when I was doing these personal things, I was working with them, but uh, sort of limited because some of the people who would do the personal stuff would also ask for their business questions and stuff, but I wanted to go deeper into that. So I decided to call myself a business intuitive. And uh, around the time we met, and when I started calling myself a business intuitive, that was just like a nice way of saying that I'm a business psychic, but not yeah. saying that I'm a psychic. Yeah. And somehow that didn't uh, work very well. So it's like being stylish, but then mm-hmm. you are kind of removing the essence of it. Yeah. So then on one of the calls, which we had in our group, you know, I decided to call myself a business psychic. So either people come on or they come off and I don't force them to believe anything. Everyone is free to make their own uh, decisions and their own opinions. Yeah. And, you know, we are not all everyone's cup of tea. So who is your cup of tea? Who is your ideal client? So my ideal client is an entrepreneur who's uh, actually making six figures in their business and or more. Um, And they are looking to move forward and they have certain goals and objectives. And um, they have either a limited amount of budget or a limited amount of time and they want to make the best use of it. And can I just dive into an example? I think it's easier to sure. understand an example. Absolutely, so, yes. So this is a real life example. And this particular lady, she came to me. So she came to me as a personal client and then we started working on her business. And she was going to put a bid on a contract for 225000 And she came to me, this was like around 20 minutes before she was going to send it in. And she said that... Uh, I'm going to put this bid for 225000 She said, I'm not sure if this is the right amount. It sounds about right, but, you know, I think I could go to 200 if they're not going to give me the 225 or I could even go to 250 She said, I'm not really sure what I should be doing because, on one hand, she didn't want to bid too high, 
mm-hmm. and missed the contract. And on the other hand, she didn't want to leave money on the table. Right. So I looked at it and I said, you know, around 250, 260 is the right number. So she put her bid for around 260 and she actually won the contract. Wow. Oh, that's amazing. That's great. You mentioned earlier that you help people see into the next week. How far how far out can you see for somebody? Is there a limit? So honestly, I don't think there is any limit, but I don't think that I really do uh, those kind of readings for people mm. because what I tell them is, listen, if I tell you what's going to happen 10 years down the road, that you're not going to come back to me in 10 years and say whether or not it played out. But if I tell you what's going to happen 10 days down the road, you're more likely to come back and tell me what happened and we can from there. And as we go along the road or the route, we always have crossroads and we can kind of make decisions and make choices. So even though I can kind of give you a general essence of how things will be, I think you still have a choice of how you're going to navigate your way. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how has the brand business psychic really changed your business? Do you find that people take you more seriously, I guess, for lack of a better way of saying it? Yeah. So they are either turned on or they are turned off. So they yes. say, oh, psychic, it sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. People will say, oh, psychic. Hmm. Yeah. Those two, those two words are very interesting uh, juxtaposition. It makes you wonder, okay, what is it exactly that she does? So you did say that you help entrepreneurs. That's great. So I do want to ask, what do people typically want to ask you most often about? Is it love? Is it business? What okay, what, what so comes up? Both. So uh, the most common questions. So I've read people in a lot of different countries. And uh, the most common question is, of course, related to love. And uh, this is when I was starting out. I would. Um, so what would happen is there was a category of people who were... Uh, there were two or three different categories of people for love. One was the people who had broken up and they wanted to know if their ex was going to come back. And then the second one were who were single and they were looking for somebody new. And um, those kind of people, I said, you know what? I think I can actually predict what your future girlfriend or boyfriend is going to look like. So I started doing those predictions and they all started coming through. And to this date, it is my best-selling wedding on that website. Wow. That's great. Yeah. And, and how specific can you get? I mean, do you know their name? Do you know what they look like? Do you know what they do for a living? Or do you just get a general sense? So I don't get names. I get their physical description. So I can give them a physical description of the person that will come in their life, uh, like features and stuff. And I'll give you a few examples after I finish uh, this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I can give you their profession and how you'll meet them and also the timing. So with the timing, it's a little tricky. I do give it, but sometimes it can be a little off. Mm-hmm. So I told this guy, so this was when I first got started a long time back, I would also do readings on a website called Fiverr just for practice. And I told this guy that he's going to meet his girlfriend in a very small, confined space. And I said, what I said is it's going to be really dark in there. 
and there's going to be very little room to move. And I said something about books was also in the picture. Hmm. And I asked him that, hey, let me know when you meet her. So then he messages me back and he says that I actually met her in an elevator. That was my first guess. (laughs) And that's cool. I should have asked you. And it was very dimly lit and she was carrying books in her hand. (laughs) I said that. Wow. That is awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, There's another lady, I told her that, you know, she would meet him somewhere like uh, in a place where there is some alcohol. Mm. And I said that there won't be enough time, like, you know, the meeting was going to be cut short. So she actually met him at a restaurant where she had gone there for dinner. And he was actually working in the bar. And their meeting was cut short because the restaurant was about to close. And uh, she had to leave. So that's like another example. This was before COVID. I think this was from last year. Mm. Wow, that's great. So I do want to ask, how is there a difference between being psychic and being intuitive? Or are we talking really about the same thing? No, so they are actually different things. According to me, uh, being intuitive is saying like... um, oh, I feel that something is wrong. Oh, I feel that, you know, you shouldn't do this kind of a thing. So that's like a very, very high level. Mm-hmm. Like you just have a sense of something without getting into the details. But as you start feeling those layers and as you start going into the greater details, then you can define things. Like, you know, I can define that, oh, you know, his face is going to be very attractive. And his nose is going to be really chiseled and he's going to have curly hair and uh, his eyes will be sparkling. So I can give out all the details of the person, whereas being intuitive is, oh, he's just going to be attractive or good looking and that kind of a thing. So it's just a finer level. So Mm -hmm. as you dive in deeper, you can get more and more details. And that's what I would consider a good psyche. Great. So we've got less than two minutes to our next break. How can we develop our intuition? Because that's a very, very good skill to be able to develop. And you develop this for yourself. Yes, that is so true. And um, we've got one one, minute left, actually. Yeah. One of the ways we can develop it is by just paying attention Mm -hmm. to what has happened in the past. Uh, Can we just take this over in the next segment? Absolutely, we can. We can certainly do that. We are coming up against our next break. My very special guest is Vaishali Nakati. She is the business intuitive. And we're talking about what people seek her help out with most often. She helps people uh, with, with love and with business. And she's consulted with people on their real estate deals. We are talking about developing intuition. And in the next segment, we're going to talk about uh, whether someone's reading can become a self-fulfilling prophecy of sorts. Maybe some examples of some recent readings, the most interesting reading she's ever done. We have a lot to talk about. We're only halfway through. We'll come right back. This is Success Profiles Radio.
The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. This is the Tokenet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. If you are in business, what is the number one thing that stops revenue growth? Not having enough leads. Data is the new gold rush. With phone sites, that is never an issue. You can generate as many leads as you want without paying a lead broker. With phone sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. It's easy and you have nothing to lose. Try it for free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Once again, that's phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is by Shali Nakati, and she is the business intuitive. And if you're not subscribed to Success Profiles Magazine, you can go to successprofilesmagazine.com, and you can subscribe today. It's a monthly digital publication, and the very first issue was Kevin Harrington back in December 2017. If you subscribe, you can read every single issue that we've done since we've started. And so let's revisit the topic of intuition. So by Shelley, how can we develop our intuition? So that's a really great question, and uh, I have been asked this so many times. I'm going to develop a course on it, but I'll give you a few pointers. So one of the ways to develop the intuition is through meditation. Mm. So doing meditations actually helps you calm the brain and access our intuition. Because essentially, you have to understand what intuition is. It's essentially a language of the spirit. So we are a spirit in a body. And just like we have physical senses, we also have senses of the spirit. So when someone is saying they want to develop their intuition, they want to connect with the senses of the spirit. And I have an episode on my podcast. It's called Five Senses Are Not Enough. And I talk about how the senses of the spirit work. But in a sense, just like how we see with our physical eyes, we see with our spirit eyes. And think of it as just imagining, if I ask you to imagine an apple, so even though you don't have an apple in front of you, you can probably see an image in front of your third eye of what the apple is going to look like. So that's a spirit sense. Mm. And usually that gives you information about the future. Like if you ask what's going to happen in the future, uh, it can show you a movie of how things are going to play out. Uh, it takes a little bit of work. Though. <laughs> and yeah. then second sense would be the clairaudience where you just like hear a soft whisper and it's just giving you guidance on 
what's your next step or what you want to do or whatever your question was. One of the other ways you can develop intuition or you can access your intuition rather is by being in nature. So even oh. in nature, that is one of the ways you can access your intuition. Another way is also in water or in proximity to water. So these are all the places that you can actually access your intuition. And what will happen is you'll just get a very sudden insight of information. And then the information has everything that you need to move forward. And then you can either choose to run along or maybe do nothing. <laughs> right, right. So let me ask you something. When you do a reading for someone, what happens if they don't like what you tell them? That's not your fault, right? Right. Actually, that's a great question because we do come across these kind of scenarios. And one thing I learned early on is if you see something you're not going to like, then, you know, you have the ability to change it. But first you have to know that there is something coming up which you're not going to like. And all of this depends on how you ask a question or phrase a question or frame a question. And just by knowing what's going to happen, we can frame questions in such a way that, you know, we can sort of go around things or we can change things. And we could probably do like a live reading for you and uh, I can demonstrate a little bit of uh, my reading ability. Sure. Do you want to do a live reading for me right now? Absolutely. Let's get on with it. Great. I would love to know what's going to happen in my business between now and the end of the year. Okay. So I was uh, looking at this and um, I think the first thing it shows is a woman. And usually this means like a woman who is the most significant woman in your life. So if you are married, it would mean your spouse. And if you are single, it would mean that this woman becomes a part of your life between now and end of the year. And what it's showing in addition to the woman is almost like a bank. Hmm. So uh, it's almost like she's somehow associated with finances or money or hmm. helping you move forward related to the finances. But this is showing like lots of money. So uh, what I really see is more like a bank. Okay. It's almost like a lot of money associated with this lady. So that sounds like I'm either going to get a very lucrative client or I'm going to end up getting a loan at the bank sometime in my future. Or it could be both of, uh, both of the above. And she is going to play a significant role. In do fact, I what she may do is um, she'll try to shorten the time. I just want to ask you one question. Did you try to approach the bank for a loan yet or not quite? Uh, I took out a personal loan a year and a half ago, but I have not sought funding since then. Okay. And... Uh, it almost seems like if this is, so there's a couple of different things. If this is related to funding, then she's going to shorten the time. So that right. would be like one thing. The second thing it also shows is um, maybe something associated with uh, long distance uh, dating. It's possible. I don't want to say 100% that's what it is, hmm. but that is uh, the other meaning of what this could potentially be, but she's the one who will initiate it. Like she will start it or she will initiate it hmm. or somehow she will actually 
help you in the future direction of your business in terms of increasing your finances or increasing uh, the flow, cash flow to move forward. Could this person potentially be a, a wealth coach? A wealth coach. Uh, let me see. Or a mentor? I is that something you're looking for, a wealth coach? Because it can be. What is this could also mean like a school or an institution. Mm. And because related to money, it could be like a money school or a wealth okay. school. So okay. it can are you looking for wealth coaching? Uh not specifically. Not I mean, no, not specifically. I mean I know people in that field. Okay. okay. Uh, she could also get you clients. If um, okay, it's I kind of uh, find it that a little difficult to say yes because she's uh, she's the initiator. So what happens is when a person is the initiator, mm -hmm. it completely depends on their actions. So if yeah. they, they will move forward, if not, they won't. So yeah. a little tricky with uh, with or this one. Or potential JV partner. Potential JV partner is also true. Yes. Okay. Sounds great. Well, I do appreciate that. Uh, while I'm thinking about it, if people listening want their reading, could you make that happen? Absolutely. So I have a couple of different websites where they can get the reading from. So one is a business reading. And for the business reading, my website is theuncannylink.com. And one is a personal reading, and for that I have a personal reading site, which is my name. I'm sure you'll put it in the show notes, but it's just my first name, last name, vaishalinikhade.com. And uh, on both the sites, I have a small freebie, so you can always sign up for the freebie, check things out, and if you think you would like to move forward, you're welcome to. If not, that is fine too. Great. And I will spell your name for people who want to do that in case they're driving. VishaliNakati.com. That's V-A-I-S-H-A-L-I. And last name is N-I-K-H-A-D-E. VishaliNakati.com. Correct? Yes, absolutely. Fantastic. So when someone gets a reading, do you find that sometimes it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because now it's on their radar? Like you track that? I don't really track that. So there's two different type of clients. So one of the clients who just, uh, they are more like a one and done kind of a thing. So they'll yeah. just ask one question and disappear. So when I first started, there was this lady, she came to me and she was in a half and far. And she was like, oh, I have to close this real estate deal by the end of Friday. And, and I looked at it very calmly and I said, I don't think this is closing by Friday. And she was mm. like, God, but this investor has their money and that investor has their money. I said, listen, I don't think it's closing by Friday and I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. And then she disappeared. Oh. So I didn't really think much about the reading and I forgot about it. Yeah. And she called me back after one year and she said, do you remember me? I said, no. She said, you remember that reading? Then she described the whole scenario. I said, yeah, I remember that particular <laughs> reading because I had a clear answer and you clearly disputed it. She said, yeah. actually, that deal never closed because it was too complicated. She said, you were right all along. Oh, wow. Well, there you go. That's awesome. What is the most interesting or unusual reading you've ever done for someone? most interesting or unusual i think the interesting and unusual ones are where we actually get to change things from uh, like i think you asked me a question earlier about changing things so i'll give mm -hmm. an example about changing things 
so one was I gave you the $225,000. I gave you a couple of examples of the future boyfriend thing. Mm -hmm. So this particular lady, she had a legal case and uh, she had to pay out $50,000. And she mm -hmm. was like, Look, I don't have this kind of money. I can't do this. She said, you know, if he gets down to, it was related to a divorce case. Uh, she said, if he gets down to 30, then, you know, it's something which is okay. But 50 is like really high. She said, I can't afford it. So then I looked at it. I gave her instructions on what she can do. And she came back, I think, uh, in an, maybe a month or two. And she said, yeah, they've come down to 30 now. Now she said, let's negotiate it a little further below that. Wow. So that's where that's where we are right now. Yeah. So let me ask, if someone comes to you and they want career advice, how do you help them figure what their purpose is? So with the career advice, it gets a little tricky because uh, some people are just looking for a short-term thing. Some people are looking for a long-term thing. What I do is I tell them that, hey, can you just make a list of these five different things you potentially want to do? So like, let's say one is you want to become an artist. Two is you want to become a singer. Three is uh, you want to sell in Shopify. And four, you want to become a writer. And five, something else. And I said, if you write down these five things, I can look at each one of them. And I can see how each one will play out in the next year or two. And then I leave it to them to make the decision. So this way, I can kind of see through things. And I can tell them that, hey, listen, two and three are going to work well. With one and five, you're just going to be struggling and not doing anything. Mm. So they get an idea of what to do. So it's almost like you're navigating through traffic on a freeway and you just yeah. take the right route uh, or a detour to be able to, to get to your destination. Fantastic. We are coming up against our final break. I can't believe how fast this is going. How much fun is this? It's fun, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. Absolutely. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is by Shali Nakati. We are talking about her work as the business intuitive, the business psychic. And we're talking about things that she helps people with. And we're going to talk about her podcast a little bit after the break. And we're going to close out the show in style. I cannot wait. This has been fun. More with the business psychic when we return. This is Success Profiles Radio. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. If you are in business, what is the number one thing that stops revenue growth? Not having enough leads. Data is the new gold rush. With phone sites, that is never an issue. You can generate as many leads as you want without paying a lead broker. With phone sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. It's easy and you have nothing to lose. Try it for free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Once again, that's phonesites.com forward slash Brian.
always look forward to enjoying the traditional holiday festive foods or kickshaws that we all love to nosh on this time of year. Many of these holiday treats have a very interesting history. The original candy cane saw its beginning over 350 years ago as a totally straight, all-white stick. In 1670, a choir master at a German cathedral began bending the candy sticks to represent a shepherd's staff. And eventually, red dye was added to make the candy... Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is Vishali Nakati. And um, we're talking with the Business Intuitive. So I want to ask you, how important is gratitude to you? Oh, gratitude is a big part of um, big part of my practice. In fact, the more you express gratitude, the more universe uh, gives. Yeah, I love that. This is one of my favorite topics on the show. I, I firmly believe that if you are not thankful for what you have, you cannot possibly have more of what you want. Absolutely. And sometimes you have to be just grateful for the little things. And as soon as you express that gratitude, then the universe will send you the big bucks or big things. There you go. I want to ask, and this is a popular question I've been asking in the last few months, how has your business been impacted by the pandemic? I would guess it's actually been pretty good. Am I right about that? Uh, not quite, actually. I decided to shift around that time from okay. doing personal readings to more of business and also teaching classes. Okay. So kind of went a little bit more into development mode oh, and good. less into doing what I was doing more. So I haven't been able to do as much business as I would have liked to, mm-hmm. but all good in the sense that I'm trying to start and put everything on autopilot kind of a yes. thing. Yes. So that people can just come and click and uh, get their thing. So it will work a little bit, bit better for the future. But like Absolutely. at the moment, it's more like uh, I'm pushing everything into development uh, or forcing myself to just have a system that does the job instead of me having to do it. Absolutely. Automation is very, very important. You have a podcast called The Uncanny Link. Tell us about that. How did you decide to start that? So the uncanny link is uh, the universe handing me something on my plate and saying, are you going to go with it or not? I decided to run with it. So back around February, March of 2020, I had to make a decision on whether or not I should go to a conference. And I was twisting and turning my head because I had already come home from another conference. I live up in Northern California, so I had come home from another conference uh, from New Orleans, and I was supposed to go to San Diego. And I was like, oh, my God, this is too much work. I don't want to go. I was like in that particular state of mind. And um, I would, every time I thought of it, I would look at a reading. And every time I looked at a reading, the universe would say that, hey, listen, go, you're going to network, you're going to like move forward and all those things. So one last thing I said, okay, I need one last sign from the universe. So I posted in a Facebook group that, hey, listen, I don't want to uh, drive from um, up the barrier to San Diego. That is there somebody carpooling. 
So this lady responds and she says that, uh, oh, I'm going, uh, she said, why don't you take the bus uh, so that you don't have to drive? So I took the bus and I went there and I met some people, which ultimately led me to developing a podcast because they decided to offer a free uh, beta course, which helped me to develop my podcast. And I would go up on the trail near my home to hike because the gyms were closed. And I asked the universe for a name. And the universe gave me the name, The Uncanny Link, Where Physics Beats Metaphysics. So that is the theme of my podcast. And in all the episodes, I talk about how physics and metaphysics are involved in the way how things work and how people can develop and access their intuition. Wow. I like that. That's great. And so you've, you, you, this is fairly new then, right? It's fairly new. It was, uh, I think I, I'm only up to 12 episodes because I launched uh, recently in June. Sometime in June is when I launched. Awesome. I love that. So how do you set up your day for success? Because a lot of the great champions that I interview on this show have something that they like to do to set their day in motion. Cool. So what I do is the first thing I do is I do a meditation after I get up. That's like my daily practice. And if I don't do a meditation, it's like how you feel icky if you don't take a shower. That's how I feel because my spirit needs that. So the one thing is meditation. And then I do gratitude statements. So mm. I express gratitude to the universe for whatever I have and for whatever is going to come. So those two things are like the first thing I do during the day after I get up. And then at the end of the day, because I can see through things, I ask as to how I did and what I could have done better. And the second one, it just involves making a few changes, sending a few emails here and there, and it actually changes things for the better. <laughs> mm. Wow, that's great. So. I love asking, what is the biggest risk you have ever taken in business? And did it work out? So the biggest risk is uh, not knowing what a psychic was and becoming one. That is the biggest <laughs> That is an interesting journey, going from not having any idea what it is to developing the skills and abilities to be able to do that. And obviously, it's worked out pretty well for you. That's great. What do very few people know about you that might surprise us? What do very people, um, I am a fitness freak. I have run a marathon and a lot of half marathons and some Spartan races. Wow. Have you been doing this for a long time? So I've been exercising or going to the gym for a long, long time, but I had never run. So I had to start at ground zero, which is like the run walk method. If you know, there's a method called the run walk method where you run for a minute, walk for a minute yes. and uh, maybe walk for two minutes in the beginning or three. And then you swap it around so that you run for three minutes and walk for a minute. So I trained like that because what happened is at the gym I used to go to, they had a training. They had a group training for half marathon. And yeah. I told the coach over there that I want to sign up. She said, yeah, you can sign up. She said, uh, the only thing we require is that the first day we do our run, you have to run five miles. I said, what? She said, yeah, five miles. It's nothing. I'm like, man, I can't even run one mile. She said, well, right. you have like two or three weeks to figure that out. So okay. I, went on, I went on Google. I looked at how a beginner can run. And in those two, three weeks, I developed the muscles. 
So I could run like three miles or something, but I did do the five mile run. And by the end of that day, my legs were like rocks. Oh my goodness. And, um, that that year I ran like two half marathons and then when the next year came around I decided to train for a full and I did the full marathon that's the only full marathon I have done <laughs> wow would you do it again I would but it's almost like a part-time job it's a lot of work especially the runs yes. about 20 miles some of the runs are like 20 miles 22 miles right uh 24 miles maybe Mm -hmm. I think 22 was our longest run. Oh, wow. And the way it would work is like the first week. So every Saturday we would have a long run. And then I think Tuesday would be up on the hill. So the first Saturday, she said, you have to run 13 miles. So the first Saturday we ran 13 miles because we were training for a full. And then every week she would add two miles. So the next week it would be 15, then 17, then 19, then 21 or 22 she did like two or three of those and then you start tapering down. But it's just a lot of work. It is. So I want to ask, what is the most influential book you've ever read? Ooh, what is the most influential book I've read? So what exactly do you mean by influential? The, the one that's had the most impact on your life. Oh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Oh, yeah. I love that. Why, why do you like that book so much? Just because he explains uh, how, how things work as far as money is concerned. There's yeah. one more book, and I'm not uh, able to get the name of it because I had read so long ago. Right. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's just because he explains how things work in terms of money. That's wonderful. If you could talk to the 18-year-old version of yourself, what would you tell her? Ooh, 18-year-old version of myself. Yes. I have no idea. I'm clueless. <laughs> hmm. Do you think the 18-year-old version of yourself would have taken advice? I think she would have listened. I don't know what she would have done because yeah. sometimes, you know, like life throws uh, odd curves in front of you and you have to make certain decisions. And it's very easy for the other person to give advice. But when you are the one who has to make a decision, things are very different. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Is there a bucket list item that you've not fulfilled yet? Actually, yes. Uh, I wanted to travel to Australia. That is on my bucket list. Wow. Australia and France. Those are the countries I have I wanted to travel to. Yeah, Australia would be amazing. I would love that. That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. So what is your biggest goal going forward in your business? Oh, my biggest goal at this time is to be able to work with corporations. So right now I'm working a little bit with entrepreneurs, but I want to up it a little bit and then start working more with corporations who are more interested or businesses that are a little bit more developed who are making, say, five million or more. Uh, because uh, I think that it would be a great uh, problem-solving thing for me, and it would help them a lot more <laughs> than they would do it by themselves. Yeah, I love that. So here's the question I ask everyone toward the end of the show, and I think we've got a couple minutes or so left. Who inspires and motivates you? Who inspires me? Good question. I actually listen to audiobooks in order to get uh, get motivation or get inspiration. 
And uh, who else inspires me? Just looking at the news. If I look at the news and I see something someone has done, I'm like, hmm, that's a really cool thing. And then I just take what I want from it and see how I can apply it to that to my life, either now or moving forward. Yeah, that's great. So one more time, how can we get a hold of you? How can we possibly take advantage of uh, your free reading and other resources you might have available? Sure. So uh, my website is theuncannylink.com, and that's for the podcast and the business reading. That's theuncannylink.com. And for the personal readings, it's vashalinikare.com, and you can go to the free section of it, and there's a free one-question reading, there's a free love reading. You can sign up for all of those. You can also sign up for the free weekly forecast. There's a lot of freebies. Wow, that is fantastic. Any final thoughts before we close out? We've got a minute to go. No, I would say that uh, your intuition is always talking to you and just uh, learn to listen and uh, you'll be able to take the next step or move forward. And yeah. don't forget to listen to my podcast. Yeah, because if we don't listen to our intuition, then some weird energy comes up and things just don't feel right. Correct? Absolutely. We may Ab go down the wrong path. Absolutely. So, Vaishali, thank you so much for being here. This was fun. It was amazing. I've never had an intuitive or a psychic on my show before, so thank you for bringing something new to the show today. Thank you. It was fun to be here. Awesome. And thanks to all of you for listening. This has been Success Profiles Radio. Join us every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern where I interview another world-class achiever, learn what they did, what they overcame, and the lessons we can learn along the way. Until then, take care, everyone. Goodbye. Have a great week. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. We'll have guests that will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. If you've ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living, then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join us again next week for more Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright.